Hi, I'm Liz Stokel. And I'm Debbie Rude. We're Dancing with Skeletons. We know what it's like to keep our past hidden away, like skeletons in a closet. We also know the healing that comes from acknowledging who we used to be and how much we've learned. So every once in a while, we dance with our skeletons. So come dance with us. Good morning, Liz. Good morning, Deb. How are you? We're late getting started because yes. A, we've been chatting. Yes. B, we had some uh, technical issues. But good morning. Good morning. Um, yeah, it's been a little bit of a weird morning, but it's been all good. Happy day <laughs> after Valentine's Day. Yes. How what? was your Valentine's Day? My Valentine's Day was okay. Wasn't. I mean, is it something that you put a lot of stock into? Well, no. I mean, you know, it's a made-up little silly holiday, and, you know, yeah. every day should be Valentine's Day, right? There's all, I mean, there's some truth to that, but no, you know, John didn't really celebrate Valentine's Day. We didn't really do that. Well, um, I think I've said before, you know, I feel the same about Valentine's Day that I do about Mother's Day. Um, honestly, if you can't show me that you care about me during the other 364 days of the year, you're not going to make up with it with yeah. just that one day. Right. And so I don't, I don't need to have a Mother's Day. Yeah. You know, I, I don't need it. Yeah. Um, I don't need Valentine's Day. Yeah. You know, it's nice to have, you know, Tom did get me some roses and, Aww. you know, it's very sweet and we exchanged a card and, you know, but I'm more... Yeah. I'm more invested usually in doing something for my kids and, and my grandson. Well, you made, me, put together... you made me a Valentine. I did. I did. It's a a black boob. forest there's... chocolate cake made with um, almond there's, flour. There's two. There's two. Two, two little, little two. boobs. <laughs> they look they really do, good. They do have cream on top with a little uh, candy in the top, so they do kind of look like boobs. They're very cute. <laughs> with a very small little... <laughs> Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> but I know that, you know, you don't do gluten. And uh, yeah, so yeah. they're made with almond flour. And I actually uh, love them. So, okay. well, I'm excited. <laughs> I am excited. So, yeah. yeah. I, I sent little Valentines to people. And you got me you know, lovely. Got, so, yes, I got from you this lovely, um, as you hear the crinkle of the paper, mm -hmm. um, little dish towels that say Liz's Kitchen. It's, they're so cute. Liz's Kitchen, because I spend a lot of time in Liz's I Kitchen. I know you do. And they're white, so they'll get all messed up, but that's all right. That's perfect. <laughs> that's exactly what needs to happen yeah. to white things. Yeah. So. Yeah, so yesterday was a good day. It was a busy day. Yeah. And, um, yeah, John and I are busy. We have lots going on. You know, we're opening yeah. a new school, and we're, um, we've just got all kinds of stuff going on. So it's a busy time. I know. What a great, um, how, how wonderful, though, that you have, that you're growing, and that things mm -hmm. are, you know, that we're coming out. I think we're coming out of the pandemic. Now, cases here in Fresno County are finally leveling off yeah. and even dropping a little. Yeah. But I mean, as of I mean, even a week ago we had like twelve hundred new cases a day. That's a lot. A lot. And sixty, seventy, eighty, a hundred deaths a day. It was, yeah. you know, kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, considering that we're two years in and we gotta 
Yeah, it's we have to have just, more control over it. It really feels unusual to me that we're two years into this thing. Yeah. I mean, it feels like yesterday that we were talking about shutting down. I just think of all the time lost and gigs lost and I don't know. I just it it's kind of surreal when yeah. I really think about it. All the things that have happened in the last couple of years and um we met last week, right? Uh, two weeks ago. We two weeks meet. ago, yeah. Because last week there was a COVID uh, situation at my at my grandson's preschool. Well, and so my daughter asked if I would take him because she had things to do, and so I spent yeah, yeah. the day with him. Well, and we had we had COVID situations around here too last yeah. week. So, yeah. Um, yeah, last week was uh, was tricky. There's I've had a couple people in my life who who died, mm-hmm. or was that the week before? Yeah, I think it was the week before the week we before. talked about a couple we of... We yeah. talked about my family member right, who... Right, who got yeah. very, very sick. And yeah. You were, yeah, and is home now from the hospital. Is, is home now, yeah. That's so great. next week are um, services for a couple of people in mm-hmm. my life who had passed. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just been kind of a interesting, trying time, which has been, you know, we were going to talk about love this morning, and, and I think... You know, when you have so many people around you either dying or really, really ill, you know, you start thinking about, okay, I, I want to make sure that I tell the folks in my life who are close to me how much I care about them, you right. know, and really try to be intentional about that. Um, I try to do that anyway, you right. know, I really do try yeah. to do that, but, you know, sometimes you don't. Well, love has been definitely an important theme in your life. Uh, Mm -hmm. Just the word love. Love and peace have been very... Let's see. I have things tattooed on my arm. I know you do. This says, love is all you need. Love is all you need. The Beatles. Yeah. And this one says, peace. Peace. Mm -hmm. That's right. And and I know that that those themes have just been incredibly important to you throughout really your whole life. Yeah. Uh, You wrote the song called Love Glasses, and, you know, you recorded songs about love. Yes, I have. Yeah. uh, You know, it's funny because when I was growing up, I loved peace signs, and I still love peace signs, but there was a minute, I'll say, a, a period, a season in my life where I was told that peace signs are evil. Oh, absolutely. Here we go down this path again. <laughs> absolutely. Boy, that satanic panic just to threaten Golly. to take all the good stuff. All the peace signs. I threw all my peace signs away. Did you? I did not realize that. Did you really I throw did. your peace signs away? And my unicorns, too. Oh. I loved unicorns. Yeah. I had these really beautiful gold. Um, they were kind of pounded gold, flat. Beautiful earrings. I threw them away. Wow. Because they were evil. Because unicorns are evil. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, those, but... those things make me nutty when I think back. So I have... But but you know what? It really, it came from a place, honestly, a good place. Yeah. You know, you doing that was not that it was a, a brainwash kind of place. It was really a place where where you wanted to be the best... Uh, example, example of, of love of, of love and of God my, that you could possibly be. Yeah, my idea of it and the things that I was being taught and the things that I believed, you know, and okay, those things must be not great. So, you know, you it's fantasy, it's mythological, it's 
That's not based in it's, reality. It's not based in reality. Yeah. And and the peace sign thing was more like, oh, it's an it's an ups it's a crow's foot, it's an upside down cross and all this stuff. Oh my gosh. You know, and, and so it's all of Satan. <laughs> And, I do. I you do know, I re that. I remember, you know, the 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 day, this is probably 10, 15 years ago when I thought, you know what? That's a bunch of <laughs> effing bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I started collecting peace collecting signs. Collecting peace signs and things again. Yeah. <laughs> so you know the interesting thing is that the word religion and the word ligament both come from the same root word. Mm. And I'm going to butcher it. It's religari or real regari or something like that. I'm going to butcher it. You guys look it up. But they both come from the same root word, which means to bind. Mm. And religion is the purpose of it is to bind people together mm -hmm. with like-minded thinking. Mm -hmm. Um have you seen something so divisive ever in your whole life as I, religion? I can't. I really can't think of anything. Yeah, there. It, I mean, it, politics. Yeah. But but these days, those kind of those two things are sort of married together. Right. You know. Right. It seems. But I mean, throughout history, mm -hmm. religion has been something that binds mm -hmm. like-minded people, mm -hmm. but also something that tears people who are not like-minded away. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, and separates you from people that you could otherwise love yeah, yeah but somehow you're convicted of the fact that you should not love them or that being separated from them is in fact loving right because they are ungodly yeah and that they're going to somehow poison you yeah. to poison your mind or you know right some such effing bullshit <laughs> Now, I have never <laughs> suffered a torn ligament or anything like that. Have you ever suffered that kind of an injury? I have. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. that pain, my understanding is, yeah. it affects the whole body. Yeah. Well, I, I last year broke my, I got a hairline fracture in my ankle, which is different from a ligament, but right. it did affect everything or, you know, my ankle and all the ligaments and everything around it, but it was a hairline fracture and... I mean, it stopped me. Yeah. Just that teeny little hairline fracture completely stopped my activity. I right. couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. Right. I could barely walk for a month. Yeah. You know, and, and um, so, yeah, it, it, um, I don't know what that has to do with, you know, exactly religion, but it, but it definitely stopped me. Well, you know, even scripture says that when one part of the body is hurting, the 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 rest of the body yeah, should I guess, hurt as I well. Yeah, I guess I guess that's the, so the it's comparison. So very, I, yeah, I think it's very. Um, I think that we can identify with that by just, you know, when we have some sort of a physical injury, we can identify with it. But our ligaments, you know, they bind together. Yeah, they do. All the muscles in our body, they they hold they hold us, they hold, hold us to, they hold us together. They hold us together, and when we have a torn ligament. It, it it all of the sudden, you know, is not holding together that which it was intended to hold. Mm -hmm. And and there's a there's a lot of pain. There's a lot mm -hmm. of struggle. Yeah. And I think that when we look at religion through that lens and understand that the purpose of it should be to bind us together, mm -hmm. you know, um, bind us in love. Right. 
Right. Uh, do you remember that song that we used to sing back in the day? We are one in the bonds of love. I do. Yeah. How did that go? What's the we tune? We are one in the bond of love. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking of. Um, da 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 da. Uh, that's they they will know we are Christians by, by our love, love by yeah. our love yeah, yeah that's what's coming and to my so mind. there's you know truly this is supposed to be the most loving thing that we can do is to um, religion through religion bind us together with others mm-hmm. and um, boy this time of year Valentine's Day this is an opportunity to remind ourselves of what love looks like yeah. You know what, love, not just sexy time love. (laughs) No. (laughs) But friendship love and and love for a child and love for your neighbors Mm -hmm. and love for the prisoners and love for your community Mm -hmm. and just love for everyone, no matter their station or their beliefs or their, you know, whatever political bent. Right. Yesterday... um, I had two interesting things that kind of fit this theme here that we're talking about. So we walked up to our storefront here, and there's a homeless young man who we know by name, Mm -hmm. who we talk to almost every day, Mm -hmm. who parks out there just about every day, every Mm -hmm. night. And uh, we've parks had his body and his body his, uh, and his little dog. Yeah, a little dog, his and little not dog. his vehicle because that's no. <laughs> he doesn't just, seem to have a vehicle. Does not. Yeah. Um, and we came up to the front, and there was a huge mess, and there was drug paraphernalia, oh, and it was gosh. nine in the morning. Yeah. And so you know, it's like. And there's a police substation two doors down. There is. And mm-hmm. we have we have cameras and we went on the camera and we could see it's 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 the young man. And I I I got to tell you, we have been loving to him. I we have. we've treated this young man as respectfully as we know how to be. We've offered him food, we've offered him meals. We've asked him we've told him that he can stay there that but you know, during certain hours of the day, would he just mind moving over a few feet so that people can walk in and feel safe and feel, and feel you yeah. know, I mean, we've, we really, we have. Yeah. And it's like, it's frustrating when you feel like you're reaching out in love and you're being nice and, and you're ignored. Mm-hmm. And I understand that he's a, got an addiction issue and he probably doesn't remember. And so there's all of that. But that was the one of the first things that happened in the day yesterday, and then we went to the zoo. Okay. With um, our good friend uh, Vince and Amber, their their little daughter Sabrina. Oh, how fun! We, we, I love the zoo. We went to the zoo. For and anyone that's not in the area, the our Chaffee Zoo, our local zoo, is our really zoo, phenomenal. Ours. I haven't been there since two thousand and eight. Oh wow! I was blown away right i was absolutely blown away our zoo i have everything from frogs to i want to do a commercial for our zoo (laughs) right it should be a destination zoo yeah that african safari thing oh my god isn't it beautiful wow but my point is got out of the car walked up to the zoo and there's little sabrina and debbie and she threw her arms around me and you know, it, it, 
she just is this, this little bundle of joy and love, yeah. you know, and yeah. it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Going from feeling frustrated that your efforts of love aren't being recognized to this unconditional love of this little kid just throwing her arms around you and so happy to see you. Right. <laughs> so. Right. Yeah. Know. Yeah. And I, I experienced the same thing whenever we go to pick up Wilder, who just turned five, and he'll run and say, no, nah. And he just runs and jumps into my arms. And, and then he'll go in a circle and he'll just scream, no, is here. No, is here. I mean, there's so much love. Yeah. But, you know, it, it occurred to me as you were talking, you know, last week when we had him because of that COVID scare at his school, he... um. I took him to the park and there's all these geese, you know, mm-hmm. tons and tons mm-hmm. of geese. And he loves to go visit the geese, right? Yeah. And he, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. he sees them and stuff. And as we're walking, we, he wanted to walk from one part of the park to the other. And he said, no, no, hold my hand while we walk through the geese. Mm-hmm. Because he's, you know, they, they they're, could, they're as they big could, as him. They could go know? after him. And they could go after him. They're uh-huh. as big as he is. And I took his hand and I thought, This is what relationships should look like. You know, when you're surrounded with, you know, pecking geese, you know, who are coming after you um, in the form of cruel people or in the form of, you know, false accusers or whatever, you should have somebody in your life that's going to take your hand and walk with you through that. Yeah. And what a what a great what a great gift it is to be that person, mm-hmm. but also to have a person like that who right. will hold your hand while you walk through the geese. Yeah, I, yeah, I I I feel pretty blessed that I have many of those. Yeah, I, I do. I feel like I feel I feel like you're one. I feel like my sister is one. Um, you know, and and I feel like I'm that to many people too. You are. You know, and you so. That's that's kind of the way I've really tried to live my life is to be is to be present with people and, you know, just and not be judgmental and just kind of try to ex, ex, uh, accept folks for where they're at. Right. You know, and, you know, I'm just going to be honest with you and say that for me, that's a that can be a hard thing for me to do, accept people. Now, it's it's funny that our little homeless friend outside our door I can accept him for where he's at because I I understand it and I have great empathy for him and I I have an understanding of mental illness mm-hmm. and of addiction. Mm-hmm. Not a, a huge I'm not you know completely educated in it but I do we've experienced it in our family and both mental illness and um, addiction. Mm-hmm. So I have some real empathy for right, him. Right. And so it's easy to love him. It's harder to love people who are I, I know where you're going. You know, who are kind to other people but can't find it in their hearts to be kind to you. Yeah. That can be hard for me to just just accept them where they're at. I'm like, no, where they're at is is, you know, yeah. Meanville. <laughs> yeah. And I don't want to go visiting in Meanville, you know? Yeah. And it's hard to watch that, you know, some people will have a handholder walking through the geese while other times, you know, you don't, you see people who don't have a handholder mm-hmm. and they're just walking by themselves. And, and that's really hard. And I struggle with that. I struggle with watching people I care about treat 
some members of the family or some members of our circle one way and, and treat me a different way. Yeah. And that's something that I have a very, that mm -hmm. is my deepest yeah. struggle. I, I mean, I've experienced that too with, with a handful of friends. Yeah. You know, not so much family members, but with friends I have. It's like, well, why are you not wanting to talk to me anymore? But what did I do? Uh, right. I, you know, I, and, and, you, and there's no understanding of it or whatever. Yeah. I've been going to this little church um, that's, um, it's, a, it's, it's called Unity Spiritual Center. I'll just say the name. And mm -hmm. it's not, it, it is a Christian church, but it's not a traditional Christian church. It's not it's, evangelical it's Christian, not an American e evangelical it's Christianity. Not that. It's, it's not that. It's much more, I'll say it's broad, more broad. And in inclusive. Terms, and inclusive of, you know, if you don't have to be a Bible-believing Christian person to go there. Now, they do talk about Jesus at this church. They use scripture. And it is Christian, but it's... Because the pastor herself mm -hmm. is, in fact, a, a Christian, yeah. a Bible-believing yeah. Christian. But it's just... But she's also very inclusive and loving. And, yeah. yeah, and so it's just it's just got a little bit of a different vibe. So, you know, in, in when they are talking in the morning and they give their kind of opening um, prayers and little things that they say, I mean, one of the things they say is, all means all. So, and then they go through this list of all the, you know, of, of people. I wish I had that with me that, um, uh, all, you know, doesn't matter your age or your height or your weight or how smart you are or dumb you are. Or they, they don't say that, but they say, you know, right. the, the, the amount of wisdom you have or lack of your sexuality, your gender, it, you know, all means all. Everybody is invited here. And there's an interesting little demographic of people who show up there and and it's it's a demographic of people that are um probably more in the mental illness category i mean very very nice people right you know but probably lonely people mm -hmm. and um been, they've been excluded from the all. They, they, and, and yeah, and, 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 you know, and, and maybe, and I don't know any of these particular people's histories or past or what, you know, what um, brought them to this point. Yeah, yeah. But I, I experienced the last time was, I was there, some frustration with one of these people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and it, would come to my mind that, you know, all means all. And, you know, I found myself feeling like I wasn't a very good person because I was allowing this person to frustrate me. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? It does. Mm -hmm. And these are the, the folks that often do get swept aside and pushed aside and nobody wants to enter in and be in relationship with these people because when I say these people, quote unquote, because it's hard. Right. It's hard to have a friendship with somebody that you know may or may not remember what you say or may or may not be present with you. It's more one-sided. There's issues. You know, th th those things are hard. Yeah. It, th and those things are hard. It's hard to be loving, truly loving in those kind of situations. And I do believe that we're called to do that and mm -hmm. to to. You know, I don't know that 
we're called to necessarily be friends with every single person that we meet that falls into that kind of a category. But as those people come across our path, yeah, there's a there's a thing of kind of an, a calling, I'll say, mm-hmm. to be loving and in, and you know, sit down with those people and have a conversation or yeah. and I've and I've done that, you know, but like I said, this last time I was there I found myself feeling really frustrated with one of these individuals and I, I made me feel bad. Like I don't wanna I don't wanna feel that way. And I know that that's what happens. And that's what happens with the homies pop population. Mm-hmm. We get frustrated. We don't wanna, you know, yeah. give them any more money or whatever it is. Right. How do we, and I don't know, I don't know what the answer to that is. Well, I, I really don't. There's nothing, we keep hearing about the word boundaries. We keep hearing about healthy boundaries. And I think that for all of us, we have different, and I think that that's what sometimes is difficult to understand about people, is that your boundaries may be very different mm-hmm, than mine. Mm-hmm. You might be able to put up with a whole lot more in one area than I can. Sure, sure. Um, and vice versa. So I think that we have to be so in tune with our own health, mental health, physical health, and spiritual know, health. And, and know how much we can, yeah. Yeah, and I know mean. how much we can give and still and still keep our oxygen mask on. Yeah. You know, yeah. we have to put on our own oxygen mask before we can help somebody else, but we have to understand where our needs for oxygen is. Sure. You know, and say, okay, I have given too much now mm-hmm. in this situation. <clears throat> it's not that I'm going to stop loving that person. It's just that I need to stop pouring out, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, a friend of mine who has, uh, who I met when I was, I don't know, 16 years old, so... That was a very long time ago. Um, <laughs> nah. She's um, so like 44 years ago now. Um, and she is the woman who, I think I've talked about her. She actually introduced me to my ex-husband. Okay. And um, and she had a little bit, I don't think she would mind me saying that she had a little bit of a crush on this new guy that she met and wanted me to meet him. And so I met him and six weeks later I married him. So much for her crush. Um, But she played the piano at my wedding. So she was clearly not too terribly phased by that. And I ended up going through some really hard stuff with that ex-husband, including quite a lot of... And she's probably thinking, boy, did I dodge a bullet. Did I dodge a bullet? Yeah, because I went through... There was was a lot of addiction and a lot of... I suffered a lot of abuse at his hands because of that. Um, And so, uh, yeah, she dodged a bullet. Uh, But we have been friends now for all of these years. And she moved away. She's lived in several other states. She got married. She had a child. She got divorced. And so now she's back here in this town where she grew up, right? Living not too far Mm -hmm. from her childhood home. And, but as now she's older and she has a whole life and her daughter's down in, you know, Southern California. So she's had a little bit of a struggle. She came here right at the beginning of the pandemic, maybe three or four months into it. Okay. Um, She was kind of... kind of forced out of her job okay. um, because of the pandemic. And so she came back home, if mm-hmm. you will. And she's building a lovely life here. Uh, but she doesn't know a whole lot of people. You know, you grow up in this place and then you come back, but yeah. a lot of those people have died or have moved on mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. So she's attending this church 
and she is really enjoying it. But she has twice now filled out the little cards that say, do you want to get involved? And it gives a little checkbox. I want to be involved in the nursery. I want to be involved in the sure. uh, choir. I want to be involved in the whatever, you mm -hmm. know, check these boxes. So twice now she has filled out the, yes, I want to get involved card and has not received a single phone call or follow-up, oh. no email, no nothing. And so I said to her last week, I said, you know what? How about if I come to church with you? Mind you, I'm not in a church-going kind of place right now in my life. Sure. But I said, maybe I know people at this church, and I can at least introduce you, introduce mm -hmm. you, you know, to, to a, yeah. and, and maybe get the ball rolling. Yeah. And maybe there's somebody there that I know sure. that I can introduce you to. And so she said, oh, that would be awesome. So I went to church with her. And here's the irony. The sermon was about not just being a pew sitter, but getting involved. Nice. And how to, you know, and ways to get involved. And hey, we have these connection cards, yada, yada. And actually, the truth of the matter is, is I probably knew three people that were there and I introduced her to two of them okay. because, you know, but they're not somebody who are terribly connected necessarily. So I don't know that they could maybe connect, connect her in her. areas where mm -hmm. she wants sure. to be connected. But I just sat there and I thought how ironic that I'm here as a complete outsider hoping that this friend of mine who wants to get involved could meet somebody. I don't want to get involved, but she wants to get involved. And how ironic that you're preaching a sermon about not being a pew sitter when this person sitting in the pew wants to be more than just a pew sitter. Mm -hmm. And you haven't returned. You guys should have just walked right up to the pastor afterwards and said, hey, here's here's the card. Here's my friend. This is what she... And we actually looked for the pastor afterwards and he was off wandering around talking to someone else. But when I first came in, I met this pastor back in 2004 and we had a very lovely conversation because I was in this crisis and somebody said, this is the pastor you should talk to regarding this crisis. I went to him. He met with me. He really helped me a lot. Cool. But I don't expect him to remember me. That was a long time ago. I'm sure he meets, yeah, yeah, he yeah. counsels a lot of people. So I certainly didn't expect him to remember me. And I didn't say, hey, remember me? Because I, I hate yeah. when people do that to me. So of course I didn't do that. But I told him my friend's name mm -hmm. and he's like tapping his chin, repeating her name. Hmm, that doesn't sound familiar. <laughs> I'm thinking she's actually introduced herself to you. So in <laughs> fairly recently, so shame on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. um but this is this is you know, I just I just thought this is what love looks like. Love is is re religion ligaments. Love is being bound to one another mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and finding ways that bind us together, finding things that bind us together. Right. And here is this friend of mine who wants, wants to be bound mm -hmm, in love mm -hmm. to these group of people who are like-minded people right and she can't get a phone call an email a text message nothing nothing, nothing. you know and well, they need to 
fix that. Right. <laughs> and she herself, you know, she's re- she back in the day, she was a recording artist. She's a great singer. She plays the piano. She's she is Does she need a job? She does. Would she like to be a piano teacher or a voice teacher? <laughs> she does. Well, we've we've she does. She would like to be a voice teacher. Okay. Um but she actually wants to be involved she wants to be bound mm-hmm. you know to I this we, community we all want to be we involved do. and loved and bound to like-minded people our friends our community i mean we, we do human beings need need that i think we touched on that before about this is why young men get involved in gangs and stuff yes. and like it's just you know we all need involvement and connection yeah and no. for you and me, it's it's a lot of the arts. Mm-hmm. We're involved in the arts, whether it's theater, or music, or and you know dance, all that kind of stuff. And so that binds us together. But it also binds us with a lot of the people in our right. circles. Right. For other people, it's you know quilting. It's um, axe throwing. Yeah. There's an axe throwing place in town. I know. It's, called, like, it's I, like called Bad Axe I, or something I, like that. I totally need to yeah. book a day because a day, I think that that yeah. sounds fun. You know, for some people it's cooking. For some people it's hiking. For There's all kinds of things that bind us mm-hmm. together. And like those ligaments, when a ligament is broken it or torn, it really wreaks havoc on the entire body. Yes, it does. And over the last couple of years, the body, the human race, has been ripped. Like every ligament in the in the body has been ripped. Has been I ripped feel. from I mean, religion to politics to, you know, community leaders. We've lost important people in this town to COVID. Yeah. You know, and that really puts a dent in how our community is run. And the people who were behind the scenes getting stuff done are dead. That puts a dent in mm-hmm. in your community. It really, really does. I mean, I think that kind of ties into this idea that we're all exhausted. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, oh, I, I think there's just this kind of blanket of exhaustion over everybody. Yeah. You know, and, and, and how how... So if we are coming out of it, how is it going to look? How is love going to look? Is Mm -hmm. love going to look different? Are we going to have different values on how we treat others as we come out of this? Are we going to be able to put aside, Mm -hmm. you know, we've talked a couple of times about a mutual friend of ours who's been really outspoken and a little bit mean about Mm -hmm. (laughs) his thinking. Um, and so are we are we going to going to be able to put that aside right you know to rebuild our relationships with those people you know can we do that can we find our common ground again because our disagreements existed before covid that's right that's right it's just that covid and 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 the trump presidency and stuff kind of exacerbated, um, exacerbated. all of it yeah all well, of it's it. like exacerbating an injury right. right so i've got a torn ligament and now, you know, but I'm going to walk on it anyway, and then I'm going to exacerbate my injury. Yeah, and it, and it seems like, like getting back into these relationships is exacerbating the injury mm-hmm. and causing more pain. It does feel like that in a lot of instances. And I, I, you know, there's been, I mean, there's, you and I sit here and we talk about these things, but there's probably hundreds of people who sit on podcasts and talk about these things. There's newscasters, news shows, radio shows, radio hosts, podcasters. I mean, people having coffee 
the whole world is talking about all this right yeah, now. Right. The whole world is trying to, you know, figure out the answer and figure out how to love and how to heal and and how yeah, to rebuild and how to rebuild and how 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 do we as a whole world connect with one another to do that? You know how I I don't know. It's so complicated and so complex. The human race is so complicated and so complex, and yet it sometimes seems like the answers are simple of just stopping and listening and not judging, but we just get well, all caught up in our own stuff all the time, and yeah, we forget just to do those small little things. Yeah, and so let's let's find let, what are some reasons for hope well first of all i think we have reasons for hope because i think that the pandemic uh, a lot of what has been going on is waning mm-hmm. we have fewer cases we have fewer um certainly fewer deaths mm-hmm. we have fewer hospitalizations um it seems like these um these different strains of of covid are are maybe becoming a little bit less invasive yeah. and yeah. A, a less it does, deadly. It really does seem that way. And so it does seem <clears throat> like we're moving on beyond that. So when we look at people who may want to wear masks, even though the mask mandates have been lifted, how do we respond to that person? Well, I'll tell you this. I'm wearing my mask when I go into the stores. I don't, I don't, I don't have an issue at all. I spent two years without a cold, and yeah, if people, I, I'm usually sick two or three times a year. If so people want to laugh at I'm me. I'm going to keep wearing my mask. Yes, yeah, I, I, I could care less. If you want to keep laughing at me, if I walk into the store. Yeah. Because as of midnight tonight, the mask mandate here in California yeah. is being lifted, except in schools. Right. So I would imagine that you would have the right to continue to ask your students to keep mm-hmm. wearing masks here in your uh, school. But... Um, and and when I go teach, I'm going to still be wearing masks because the mandate is still in place. But of course, there's other states uh, that have lifted the man mask mandate a long right. time ago. Right. And so when we see people who are not getting the vaccine, who are not wearing the mask, who are not doing these things, how can we how can we react? What right. can our reaction be? <clears throat> I, I I think the the reality is you just got to let people be. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and not let their choices affect your, you know, countenance, your center. Right. You know, if someone's going to be however they're going to be. And at the same time, also understanding that your personal rights stop where my personal rights begin. Yeah. So if I choose to try to keep myself as safe as possible and I, A, wear a mask, and B, stay six feet away from you, don't be insulted by that. Right. Just, if, if you want me to accept where you are, yeah. not being vaccinated, not wearing a then mask, accept where then I, please accept where I am. Yeah, and, and don't call me names and, you know, whatever you're going to say. Just, right. Yeah. Right. I, if we could all just do that. It seems simple, doesn't it, it? It seems just so simple, you know. I mean, again, I'll, I'll go back to the young man, the homeless man out front of my shop, you know. I, oops, sorry. That's I kicked okay. him. He, he seems smart. Yeah. I'm sure he is, yeah. you know. And and, um, and he's very kind when he wants something. He, he's very kind. <laughs> he's He will engage in conversation with you. He's, I don't think he's always high. Yeah. You know, Um and this is what he's chosen. And so 
you know, I, I on a um, Rotary meeting the other day, there was a young lady who works, can't remember where she works for, but it's an agency, a local agency here in town that deals with homeless population. And, um, you know, just engaging with people on a respectful human level is sometimes so much more than homeless people ever get. Mm-hmm. Like just saying hi or what's your name? Just, you know, and so I really, really try to do that. Um, I can't remember what my point was going to be about all that, except, yes, I do. Those are his choices. Right. And like she was saying, the young lady at on, at the homeless, who worked at the homeless agency, you got to respect their choices. Even though it doesn't jive with yours, You there's still a human element of treating somebody with respect, even though... Mm-hmm. Your, their choices don't reflect your values or whatever. So mm-hmm. for me, choosing to be respectful to the young man, I can still, I can ask him nicely, hey, I, I need you to move six feet that way. Move six feet, feet that, that way. way. <laughs> After we close at night, you can hang out here, whatever, but could you please pick up after yourself so that I don't have to walk up, you know, in the morning and pick up your mess. Drug paraphernalia. And food yeah. and, you know, and so, huh, I. but again, being respectful. Yeah. And letting him have his choices. What am I going to do about it? So we can I, keep know? our boundaries in place and still love one another. Exactly. And still show one another respect. Yeah. And I think that that's where we need to get to instead of. Because we have been so disrespectful to one another, and mm-hmm. we've been disrespectful in the name of religion, and in the name of politics, mm-hmm. and in the name of our country. Yeah, we And everything that those three things stand for, politics, religion, and our country, all three of those things are really based on freedom yeah. and, and respect for, what, for human life. And the fact that we have somehow not treated one another respectfully has has tainted the name of religion tainted the name of our country tainted mm-hmm. the name of politics it all has been has been woefully torn apart that ligament has been torn all that binds us together has been torn asunder yeah it really has and you know when you get married you say you know let him who disagrees you know speak now or forever hold their peace and honestly there's a lot of peace holding (laughs) that we all need to be doing that's right and and i i recognize that uh, that it can be very difficult, especially when it seems like everything that you believe in is not being respected. Mm-hmm, your mm-hmm. property is not being respected. But sometimes you got to hold your peace. Right. You know. Um, right. And I, and I just want to say one thing about that, though, is that when you are, are holding your peace and not saying what you think. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no such thing as there being truly peace when you're holding your peace. Yeah. Because somebody is being ignored. Yeah. And somebody's rights are being ignored. Somebody's right. opinion is being ignored. So it's important to understand that um, sometimes people want to be heard. Yeah. And while you might say, okay, I'm just going to bite my tongue 
that's okay. Again, that's your choice. But you know what? The other person might need right. to vomit their feelings and their thoughts. Mm-hmm. So let them. Yeah, exactly. Let them. Let me. Mm-hmm. And don't don't be mad at me for for vomiting my thoughts and opinions. Yeah, yeah. And I won't be mad at you for vomiting your thoughts and opinions. Right. You know. And 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 if I don't acquiesce, don't be mad at me. Because you're not going to acquiesce either, you right, know? Right, And we can find reasons to love each other. Right. We can find things that still bind well, I, us together. I know I've said this on this podcast before, but <clears throat> I have friends. You know who they are. And um, we wanted to all get together. But I had to say to these friends, mm-hmm. look, it, this is this will be great. Let's Let's do it. But... Promise me, let's make an agreement that we're not going to discuss politics or religion mm-hmm. as we gather together for a meal and wine and stuff because we we know that we're all on a different page politically and religiously too. Mm-hmm. But we've been friends for a long, long time. And so if we can't find other things to talk about that do bind us... yeah. Because you know, there's so much more. Then then we must not be that good friends. Have you been able to get together with that couple and have... We did. And we, break bread and... Yes, we did. And it was really, really fun. And those topics didn't come up and we had a great time. Now, that was pre-pandemic. So that was a couple years ago. Okay. Um, and I know that we'll get together with them again. And I know that that, that boundary, they've been very respectful of it. And, and me too. And... Yeah. You know, we can get together and have fun. That's awesome. You know, that's awesome. and and that's okay too. I mean, I wish my sense is is that it would be hard to have. I think we could have a conversation about the things that we know we disagree with, but I don't know that it would go anywhere. Wouldn't change any. Hearts I, or I don't minds. think it would change any <laughs> hearts or minds. Right. That's what I guess what I would want to say. Yeah. I don't think it would. I could be wrong, but I I don't think it would, and that's okay. And I do feel like that's a place where many of us need to come to, yeah. is where we understand that we're not going to change hearts and minds. Yeah. Um, but if we could be open to hearing yeah. their side, yeah. and that is going to open the door for us to tell our side, mm-hmm. you know? And, and really, as soon as, you, as soon as you show respect for what they're going through mm-hmm. or thinking, they will, most people, will come along and respect you. Yeah. I, we had dinner on Friday night with some friends, and um, one of the people in the group is a therapist. And this person shared about what they do in the morning. And in the morning, this person watches all of the different news channels the the left the middle the right so they watch fox news they watch cnn they watch bbc they and for like i think they said for a good 15 20 minutes of each one now this person's a therapist yeah this person wants to be able to engage mm-hmm. with their clients Mm -hmm. and wants to be able to understand what their clients are feeding themselves and their brains and their hearts and souls via the news and such. Right. And, and I love that. 
I do too. And I, I and, love that. And I make a practice of doing that myself. I, and I, my husband will say, why do you even turn that on? You get so frustrated. Why do you get, why do you even turn it, that on? I, I said, because I want to know. I think it's I important. want to know where they're coming from. You know, I want to know what their bubble, what they're hearing and seeing and yeah. learning and listening yeah. to inside of yeah. their bubble. I mean, that's, that's a great place to start with love. It is. Is really trying to understand another person mm-hmm. put their shoes on yeah. walk in their shoes for a minute yeah for just a minute honestly just a minute you know look at look at their news <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know exactly okay i mean there's always two sides the truth is usually somewhere more in the middle mm-hmm. of these extreme things how can we come to the middle how can we find love and healing our ligaments and come to the middle ground and that's that's you know that's again i i do want to live my life that way that's a really deep value of mine yeah just trying to do that so i do too all right well let's i wish everybody could be like me no (laughs) well you know and i know i mean clearly if i were if i were an incredibly you know uh, awesome person i would probably have like the little all the little forest animals would be following me around and i'd be holding my fingers up in the air and i'd be smiling all the time yes. and i'd have this great high pitched voice um, oh, yes. you know and if, if i were that kind of a person life would be beautiful yes. but i'm not i'm not either i'm not i'm not the one that has the little farm i'm the one that says oh here she comes Um, so I, uh, but you know what? I want to be the person that people know that no matter what they believe in, what they think that they can come to me and talk to me. And even if I disagree, I'm going to love them because what binds us together is stronger than what has torn us apart. Amen, baby. All right. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. All right. We love you guys. Bye everybody.